Hey friend, have you heard about the Hooks to Crick Ministries Translation Project? Currently, we're working with missionaries and pastors worldwide as we translate Awake My Soul, Three Ways to Ignite Your Relationship with God. This is a new resource that's out there to help anyone walk through a one-on-one time with God, a personal one-on-one. God is all about building relationships with His children. And friends, sometimes that can be a little intimidating and you don't know where to start. So this resource, it walks you through three biblical practices within a minimum of 15 minutes. And we're translating it in multiple languages. So if you'd like to be a part of this translation project, log on to hookstercrook.com. Are you ready for today's episode? Let's start the show. Welcome to the Red River Podcast. I'm your host, Candice Reyes. And in case you missed last week's episode, I shared with you that in January, we're going to be taking a break. And what I mean by that is there's no new episodes for the full month of January because we are prepping for next season. That's right. We have a new season coming up in February for you guys. And can I just tell you, I'm super excited about this because our interviews that we are doing right now, they are incredible. And the topic that we are, we're unpacking is let your yes be your success and give God the rest. And you're going to hear that phrase a lot because I think so many times we wrestle with, we wrestle with saying yes when God calls us into action. And so that's what our guests are going to be talking about is these different reasons for why we, we hesitate when God says it's time to move. So This is week three of our pause, basically. And so that means today is our third top listen to episode from 2021. And I cannot wait for you to hear in case you might have missed this one because it was one of our our earlier podcast interviews. And so I'm super excited because she she was so much fun to talk to. Okay, can I just tell you that she was so much fun to talk to. And I think you're going to love this this episode. So grab some paper with a pen and your favorite cup and let's dive into my chat with Jennifer Luft. Jennifer, thanks so much for coming on to the Red River Podcast. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thanks for asking. I am seeing God on the move in your life. And I'm just curious, what kind of day, what type of typical day do you have? And what does that look like for you? Um, well, I'm a mom, so I always have uh, two kids running around. They're um older. They're like 11 and 14. So I'm not chasing toddlers anymore. Um, But I have to chase my own self. I tend to get easily distracted. Um, Mm -hmm. So for me, I have to put the distractions either at the front end of my day so that I know that that's done, or I have to just set aside the end of the day. So for me, I always uh, do a quick social media check first thing in the morning. And I do set a timer for myself. There's an app that I use. It's called Forest and I love it. And it um, grows a tree for however long time you've set. And um, I feel really happy when I've made a forest. So oh, that's um, awesome. That sounds a, like a really neat app. Okay. It's such a silly little app, but whatever. It works for me. I set my little 20 minutes and then I get a new tree at the end. Um, so I do that for cool. my social media. And then... Um, I actually, when I first sat down and started planning out 
what my productivity needed to look like. I made myself a spreadsheet because I'm a big nerd and, um, and I <laughs> color coded it and it's so pretty. And I like made all my favorite colors and, um, but it says basically on Monday, these are the tasks that I have to get done. And on Monday I focus on, you know, my writing and on Tuesday I focus on filming for my YouTube channel. And on Wednesday, um, I write for the next week and it focuses, but you know, I mean, and it has little details, it's not very specific. It's the same every week. It's not like I redo it every week. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes it's things like clean something, you know, <laughs> because you have to build in time to like, I don't know, clean something, but yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's so it's just, it's little things like that, that keep me on track so that when I sit at my desk, I know, okay, this is what I have to do today. And I don't have to waste time thinking about it. Um, and again, because I'm so easily distracted, I have this very cheap, probably came from the dollar store, um, little notebook that's long and skinny. And when I'm in the middle of working on something and I go, oh, I have to Venmo so-and-so pizza money for the class party. Instead of stopping and Venmoing and doing the thing right then, I just write it on that notepad. And then when I get a break or when I stop for lunch, um, that's when I take care of those little rando things that come up that you go, oh, I'm going to forget that. So for me, it's about setting up a system that keeps me moving forward instead of looking around going, oh, it's just so much. I don't even know where to begin because I tend to get very overwhelmed in those situations. So um, a good system will get you far. Yeah, me too. I, I have a lot of those squirrel moments <laughs> and it tends to go another trail and mm -hmm. I have to like really you know, wrangle myself back and go, okay, hold on. I need to get back to this. Cause this is the task that is on my heart to get through today. Right. Um, so. Cause it's really easy. You'll find yourself, um, at, you know, three o'clock when it's school pickup time or at five o'clock when it's time mm -hmm. to cook dinner or at 10 o'clock when it's time to go to bed and you look back over your day and you go, Oh my gosh. I mean, I got a lot of little things done. I made sure that my kid has her Halloween costume ready to go, but I didn't write anything today because I was busy, you know, vacuuming or whatever. And not that there's not that those tasks are not valid or useful, but you have to prioritize and figure out a way to not get so distracted that you don't get your original task done. Right. Right. And, and I really believe when we choose to live that life on mission, you know, yeah. God has given us those tasks, right. That he wants us to do for that day. And so for us to be obedient and to stay focused on those tasks, we do, we need to have those be strategic and, and find ways to, to keep our focus on, on the prize basically. Yeah. And let me tell you, the enemy is going to get in your way at every chance. I mean, he's going to have that you know, Amazon sale, that thing you, that you're going to get that email that says, Hey, you've right? been looking for the, or, you know, the, the neighbor's dog is going to escape and you're going to watch it out your front window and think, I mean, like whatever the enemy can do to get you <laughs> off task, yes. he is going to yes. throw every weapon he's got at you, whether it's a fussy kid or just like heartburn and you keep having to get up and take another time. So whatever it is, yes, <laughs> yes. he's going to do it. Right. So you have to right. just arm yourself with the um, you know, the fruit of the spirit, or I'm sorry, the, the armor of God. Yes. The fruit of the spirit too, but put on right. that armor every morning right. and then, and then rock it out. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you shared that you have a YouTube channel and I actually subscribed to your YouTube channel and Thank watch you. So much. <laughs> and I'd love for our listeners to know a little bit more about what types of things do you talk about on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Well, I, um, I'm really passionate about, 
making sure that women, um, women in particular, but it started because I was a teacher and I want children in my classroom to understand that they are special, right? Like, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're the only one who is made in the way that you are made. And I think that you are made for the mission that God has created you for. You know, if if God has created you to be a a worship leader and to do ministry through song, he's going to equip you with a musical gift, right? Like you're going to be able to sing or read music well or naturally play instruments. He's not going to gift you uh, for architecture (laughs) if he wants you to (laughs) be a music minister. And so not saying, you know, and, and not saying that there's not value in the other giftings that you have. But I just, that's what I talk about on my YouTube channel is I want women to understand that you are uniquely and specially created for the purpose that God has for you. And I kind of see the world as like, it's a giant jigsaw puzzle, right? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, God looks down and he's like, I have this one hole in my puzzle. I need to find that piece. And instead of finding that piece, he creates that piece because he is God. And you are that piece every, you know, and, and you are the only piece that will fill that space. And so whatever mission that God has for you here on this earth is you're designed for it and you're going to be successful in it. Are you going to stumble? Sure. Is it going to be tricky? Yes. Are you going to have moments when you fail? Absolutely. But most importantly, at the end of your lifetime, you are equipped for that. And I want you to pursue that and figure out what your giftings are and then absolutely relentlessly chase after it. And that's what I talk about on my channel is who God has made you to be and how you can find that mission and then uh, go at it without hesitation or insecurity. That's an awesome message. I love that. I absolutely love that. Why did you start YouTube? Why why was that the the avenue that you really felt God led you to do? Well, um, I love to talk. Um, Like I said, I was a teacher for nearly 20 years. Um, And so speaking in front of people comes very natural to me. Um, And I love to tell stories. And it was also fast. I just wanted a way to get my message out there in a hurry that didn't require me to find um, a book publisher and go through the two years of editing. And I mean, I, I also am a writer and I'm working on books as well. But I just wanted something quick. I just felt like I was in a transition in my life out of teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like, what can I do right now to help people passionately pursue what God has given them? And that seems the fastest way. Now, let me just tell you, I did not have a single clue what I was doing. <laughs> I still don't actually own a camera. I film with my iPhone. Um, my sweet husband was like, you should probably get a light one. <laughs> like, I have no clue what I'm doing and I had to learn editing. So what I thought was going to be quick was not quite as quick as I thought, but, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot, but, uh, I just felt like it was fast 
it was accessible. Um, I'm a terrible dancer. So the idea of getting on TikTok and doing these cute little dances with words that I point to terrifies me. Like, yes, yes. I don't want to get on camera and dance, but listen, I will get on camera and wear any costume or crazy thing that you hand me <laughs> and I'm all good. Just don't make me dance in it. And uh, right, right, right. So, yeah. YouTube just seemed like a good medium for me because I like to talk. I liked stories and, um, it seemed fast. Right. It just gets it out there, which is good. You know, I love that. I love that. Well, how did you, how did you recognize the way God was leading you to step out in faith? Um, well, I loved teaching. Um, I loved teaching. I loved being in the classroom. I loved my boys and girls. Um, because I talk about my kids and people will say, how many do you have? And I'm like, I have 120. Um, and, and you know that you just want to teach, you're always a teacher. It's kind of like the Marine right. Corps. You just never leave. But right. um, I felt like God was pushing me to move into a different season, to transition into something else um, that uh, he was asking me to do. And that was a struggle. I am absolutely mm-hmm. going to be totally truthful with your listeners um, because I know in my heart that I am a teacher. I have always been a teacher um, playing school with my sisters in the basement. No one else was ever allowed to be the teacher because I was the teacher. Duh. And <laughs> I, right. I, I'm also the oldest in case, you know, in case you don't know that. Um, right. You know, so, so they had what to be you said student. goes, actually. right. I am the bossy one. So I had to be the teacher, but So I've never identified as anything else. It was very strange for me to hear this thing from God that was your season in a school is ending. Uh, Your time in school is finishing. And I, I wrestled with that for a whole summer. And I kept saying, but God, you gifted me. It doesn't matter what spiritual gift inventory I take. I get teacher. Like that's who I am. That's my identity. And, um, And God kept saying, yes, you are a teacher, but your time in school is finished. And um, some circumstances changed at my current school. And um, it it ended up becoming a place that I knew it was time to go. And I never will forget. It's the, it's actually my children go to the same school where I was a teacher. I was very fortunate in that. And um, it wasn't long after I had left the school that I was walking down the hallway And I heard God say very, very clearly in my spirit, this is not your place anymore. And it was very, and it was with a loving, it wasn't a disciplinary or a sad thing. It was a very much a loving kind. um, This isn't where you belong, but I've got somewhere else. And so for me, um, that just solidified it for me. And so I felt like when God really clearly said, this isn't your hallway anymore, I kind of feel like, um, that was just a little bit of a kiss from heaven to say, you're, you're good. You did the right thing. And um, from there, it's really, I have to get up every morning, Candace, and go, okay, Lord, um, so I don't have to write any lesson plans today, but what am I doing again? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and he, he, without fail, he's like, well, here's, and I want you to write about this, or I'd like you to speak about that. Or somebody will post something on social media that I'll read and go, oh, that is a message that needs to be heard. How can, um, how can we use that? You know, and God, is that something I, I truly believe that he puts things in front of us in many, many ways 
uh, whether it's a, a TV show or a social media post or a conversation with a friend um, yeah. to, to spark those thoughts in us. So. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I just, I, I completely, and there are times, you know, even from watching your YouTube that I, it will spark something and I'm like, Oh, I, I think I need to talk about this. Aww. And, and so I, I completely agree with you on that. Absolutely. That's awesome. We're, we're a team, right? Yeah, we're a team. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, on this adventure, cause you, you shared how God just transitioned you into a new part of life for you, a new, a new calling per se. Mm -hmm. What, what kind of setbacks did you experience along the way? And, and how did you, how did you face, how did you face them? Well, um, first of all, like I said earlier, I had no clue what I was doing when I decided to start a YouTube channel. I literally am the queen of Google. And like, how do you <laughs> film a YouTube video? How do right. you make a YouTube entry? I mean, like all the things, how do you make mm -hmm. your video go from your phone to your computer? I have Googled all the things. Um, so that was a pretty big setback because it was the equivalency of me going to my 11 year old and saying, I would like for you to make a French tart, you know, and he would be like, I'm sorry, what? So <laughs> I, 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 you know, I've watched YouTube videos, but that was the extent of it. So that right. was a big setback. It was, a, it was a, a little bit of a mountain to climb. And there were the first couple of videos that I was like, I just don't see how this is going to happen at all. You know, and I had put it out there. I'm going to post every week. And, um, and I felt like I needed to honor that because that's what I said I was going to do. And um, so that was hard. Um, but then, honestly, that I struggle with still today is there are days, even though I love what I'm doing and I love writing and I love filming, but there are days that like, I don't want to wash my hair, much mm. less get on camera and yes. do I mean, and I don't mind telling your listeners, I did say when, when you had reached out to me to do this podcast, I was like, um, is there video? Cause I need to know if I need to like have lipstick. <laughs> Well, and that's exactly why I love podcasting because I don't have to get all froofy for the camera right. to give the message. A, that was a genius move on your part. I do have to say, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but that's, a, that is a struggle for me. It's just mm -hmm. to, to get up and get myself put together on filming days. And some days it's like, Oh, I just really want to go sit in the living room and watch friends with my daughter, you know, or, right. um, again, it's the distractions and things. Um, my family is super supportive, but I also have, have my, I'm very close with my sisters and, and, um, you know, when they call and say, Hey, let's go to lunch. Sometimes I have to say no. Um, but that is where honest to goodness, I go back to that spreadsheet because again, I'm a nerd and it's pretty. And I go back to that spreadsheet and I say, okay, can I fit in a lunch today? Because if I cannot, um, is there a day later in the week that I can, what can I shuffle around? And so that for me is my biggest, um, setbacks are just time management and also I don't have a clue what I'm doing most of the time. <laughs> well, but you are learning and you are continuing to grow. And in fact, you're actually working on something right now. Would you mind sharing with our listeners what you're working on? 
I am. I am. I'm trying a new challenge that God put in front of me. I've been writing fiction for years and years and years. And I, um, I love fiction because you get to do whatever you want with these characters. Um, but God said to me, hey, I'd like you to write nonfiction. And I said, I'm sorry, <laughs> I must have misheard you. <laughs> Did you say nonfiction like real things? Because surely that's not what you meant. I write sweet little fun love stories. And uh, God said, no, I think what you're writing and speaking about on your channel needs to be in book form. And so I'm currently working on a nonfiction book that basically talks about what I said earlier with my YouTube channel. It's, there's There are times of transition in our lives that we go through these seasons. And I think we as women are pulled in a million, billion, trillion, 117 ways, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, right. And, and, and it doesn't matter what realm you're in, whether you are um, a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, not, you know, you're, you're career focused, you're married, I'm married. It does not matter what your life circumstances are. You are still pulled in a million directions. And as women, we like to do things well. And I think we're not right. very good yes. at um, showing when we fail because we're often mm -hmm. afraid that that makes us look weak or inadequate. And mm -hmm. so, um, what my book is about is what happens in those transition seasons when we realize that we need to make a change and how are we successful in that and that we really lean into what God is asking us to do. We press into his word and we look at how we were created and we understand that um, we are created specifically for a mission for a purpose, yes. for a reason, and how do we navigate through that mission, finding those strengths and gifts that we've been given uh, to be successful. And so um, that's what I'm working on right now. And I am so excited. I cannot wait to get this book out into the world and just see women all over the world taking their lives uh, by storm, uh, whether it's on a huge global scale or just even inside their own homes. It doesn't, you know, we don't all have to be Mother Teresa, right? It's okay right. to be uh, a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous um, Walmart checker and, and provide joy to everybody that comes through your line. Just the same Absolutely. as it's fabulous to go over to, um, you know, a third world country and feed orphans and bring joy to those. It, it, none of it, there's no uh, better thing in life than the thing that God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. I love that. Yes. I love, I love your book. Oh my goodness. I cannot wait to get it because I am going to be one of the first to buy it because it sounds like something that I would totally need to hear and just confirm it and affirm me that, Hey, keep walking this road that God has called you to be and stay in your lane, right? Yes. Stay in your lane and not going, you know, not veering off to somebody else's stay in your lane because there's enough road for all of us. Exactly. And, and just cheer each other on, but also know that God has designed you for a specific calling. Right. And I, I'm, I'd love for you to share, what would you, what would you share to those women who right now they, they know God is calling them to do something, but they feel like maybe I'm not enough. Maybe I'm not enough to actually do this. Well, I, Honestly, I would say to that woman that's sitting that has some little thing 
um, that's kind of been bubbling around in her heart or her spirit or her mind or her soul somewhere that's like, I really wish I could do the thing. Do the thing, girl. <laughs> do the thing that you don't know how to do or that you're scared to do. It's not going to be easy. If it were easy, it would already be done, right? Like, right. Um, we all know how to make a bowl of cereal because it's easy. No one's scared of that. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, right. Um, right. Uh, it's easy, right? So do the thing. And it's there's going to be days that it's really, really hard. Um, but you're made for that dream. And I feel like, um, you know, in one of my videos, I talk about how, uh, when God made Adam, he reached his hands into the dirt of the earth and created Adam, everything else God spoke into existence. You know, he said, let there be light. And there was light. Everything else was a spoken word. But when God created man and then later woman, he put his hands into that process. There was a crafting that happened. Yes, it yes. wasn't, it, not that God's word or God's speak. I mean, obviously there's great power in that. I can't say, let there be dinner and it appears on my table. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice though? <laughs> it would be so <laughs> I'm afraid, though, I would say, let there be ice cream way too often. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, hey, it's it's something. It's dairy. And, uh, exactly. But but I just think if you really think about what God did when he created man, he took a whole separate process with that and a whole different step. And he put his hands in the dirt and he crafted Adam. And then the last thing he did was he blew that breath into him. And so... When I mean, and there are days that I get very overwhelmed and very um, frightened and very like, Lord, this is too big for me. Um, yeah. I just had a meeting with, um, I did a Zoom call with Seven and and um, a publisher, and and I, this was no kidding. This week, and I was I got off of that going, this is insane. What am I doing here with these people? There's no way. And I had to breathe in, and I I have to tell myself. We're like breathing in the Holy Spirit with every inhale because that's what God did is he put his own breath into Adam. And, yes. and I think that, so I feel like if God took the time to craft me as a woman with such care and such tenderness and such intent, then I it to him to stand and say, okay, God, what? now. And on those days when I am not enough, because we all know I am not enough. None of us are right. We're all falling. Right. We're all broken. None right. of us on this earth are enough. Even the women that you look at that like have beautiful Pinterest boards and their house is beautiful and their daughter's bow always matches her dress perfectly. And it's monogrammed. And mm -hmm. I mean, like mm -hmm. everything you just look and you go, wow, you have it all together. And we all have those days when we have it together. Yeah. But even those women who have it all together all the time, she is not enough. Without Jesus, you are not enough. And so own that, embrace it, and realize I'm not enough, but God is. And so on those days when I am frightened or I am not together, I just have to lean into him and say, Lord, 
you're going to have to like take over this day because mm -hmm. I got nothing in my tank today, but he does. He's got the plan. Yes. He's got the roadmap. He's got the skills. He's got the strength. He's got the energy. He's got all the things plus infinitely more. So I don't mind on those days when I'm not enough because I know that God is. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And he gets, he gets yes. the glory. It's, it's all his, which is exactly the whole purpose of our calling is to bring yeah. glory and honor to him. So it's like, okay, God, I, I'm going to screw up here. So I need you to take the wheel. Yeah, for real. I think that song, Jesus take the wheel that came out. So, I mean, like, that's so, I say that all the time because there are days that I am just like, I, I don't know. I, I just have yeah. to throw my hands up, start singing and say, I don't know, God, but you do. So I'll yep. just, I'll just hang out here with you until you tell me what's next, you know? <laughs> Amen. 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 Absolutely. Well, Jennifer, I am so grateful that you have come onto our podcast you were able to share such words of wisdom for our ladies that listen. And I want them to know how, how can they show love to you? Where can they find you? Well, uh, you can go to my website, which is really creatively titled jenniferwritesbooks.com. So, um, again, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing when I made my website, <laughs> but guys, you know, when probably... you go to her website, it's gorgeous. Like she has <laughs> created such beautiful pages. It's amazing. You're so don't, don't let her sweet. fool you. You're don't very sweet. You. But if you go to jenniferwritesbooks.com, there are all of my social media links and um, also my YouTube channel. Um, I would love, love, love to see um, some subscribers on there. Um, and really, I would love to hear from your listeners. I would love for them to comment and um, just so I can connect with them, so I can help them because, um, you know, I know that the world is big. It's a big place, but it's gotten a heck of a lot smaller as we've had technology come in and, and, um, I would be honored and thrilled to come alongside some of your readers. So I would love to connect with them with comments and, and, uh, conversation. I, and I totally agree guys. If I want you to go and reach out to Jennifer, she is such a treasure and she's such a good friend of mine. I love everything that she posts and she is such an encourager. It's just a gift that she has and you are not going to, like be saddened when you talk to her, you get excited and, and she makes you laugh every time because she's just funny. You're going to love her. And so I want to encourage you guys reach out to her, show some love, go find her on her website as well as her YouTube page. And in fact, I'm going to put all that information in our notes so you can go personally and just click on it and, and go directly to her, but help her out as well, because I'm going to be honest. When we write book proposals, mm -hmm. we have to have followers. We have to show that people want to talk with us, that people want to, to reach out and, and hear the message that God has placed on our hearts. And so the only way for us to show that is to show subscribers as well as people making comments and things like that. So if you want to help Jennifer out and, and be that supporter that I hope Go ahead and again, look in the notes. I will put all her information in there. So reach out and give her some love. Thanks so much, Jennifer, for joining me today. And guys, I hope you'll tune in to next week to meet another friend of mine.
Hey friend, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my guest and I hope you thought about a friend who could possibly use this episode as well to give them some encouragement to move forward in living this missional lifestyle. That's a really easy way for us to share the good news is just share it with a friend. Also, we'd love to hear back from you. It takes a few seconds just to write a little review and we read each and every one of them. I also want to encourage you to check out our website, hookstocrook.com, to find out more about our translation project and also to learn about our Red Rover Women's Conference that's coming up on June 10th and 11th in Brookshire, Texas. We have amazing speakers and phenomenal musicians coming to spend time with our women. And right now we have an early bird special pricing for this conference. It's a two-day conference only costing $75, but that price only lasts till December 31st. So if you're interested in joining us for the Red Rover Women's Conference theme, love where you are, then log on to hookstercrook.com slash MH merch. All right, friend, thanks again for coming and hanging out with us today. I hope you have a blessed day.